bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Not another one, but this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jordan, and I am the GM. And this is Johnny, and I'm playing Chime. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Jerry Lan. This is Jeremy playing Julian Illix. And this is Aaron playing Sam Faluge. <laughs> so previously on Bone Thrower's Theater, Julian met with his employer, Merkea Kodorora. I should have said that name out loud before I picked it. A low-level administrator of the Waste Administration and is also maybe the leader of a healing hand cell, which is just making Julian's day better and better. Those healing hands keep sneaking in everywhere, causing trouble. How dare they? Not much healing going on. That we know of. Sam has been working with Chime to track down members of the uh, list that they had received of names from the uh, stolen data crystal. And Chime was waiting at home for a phone call from one of those people. I think it was Crom Delby. Someone stopped by for a visit. Yes, Choler did. Yes. With his uh, children. (laughs) With children. (laughs) Not his children. With children. I see a new new Consiglio sitcom starting. Choler with children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully they're not all like these children who um, can age bananas in a frying pan by doing magic. (laughs) <laughs> that sounded like a song lyric, actually. <laughs> Aged bananas in a frying pan. Come on, good luck, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> well, we need to we need to write a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerilyn was uh, last seen at the hospital visiting Gaspar Neri, who's afraid that somebody is trying to kill him. Watching over him while he sleeps. Aww. Not really. Taking a nap as, as well? As soon as he falls asleep, I'm going to quietly creep out. I think you're already creeping out. You're watching him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> quietly leave. <laughs> so who wants to go first? The question of the timeline from last episode can be resolved now. Yes. Because... Julian would go straight back to his place okay. um, to do some updating on his investigation notes. And I guess that is where Jer was going to yeah. go to see if he could meet up with Julian. So, well, maybe we should jump to Jer, see how he can escape. Escape. <laughs> escape. <laughs> okay, so I guess... I'm at the hospital with <laughs> sleeping Gaspar. Or has he finished oh, eating yet? N- no, he's been very slow about eating. 
gosh. <laughs> He's been averaging about one bite every two minutes. Oh my gosh. And between that, those bites, he's been talking your ear off, asking you if he looks like he's about to expire. Um, yes, yes, you do. He's also been asking you to, like, close the door. Then he asks you to move a chair in front of the door. Then he asks you to sit in the chair. Then he asks you to, to lay down a layer of ice in front of the door so that if anybody tries to come to the door, they'll slip and fall. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of those things. <laughs> I'll just be like, look, if you want me to leave, you will try to force me to do these things. I will leave if you try to make me do this. Well, I would hate to tell your chief that you're trying to shirk your duties. I'm not shirking any duties. I came to visit you, even when I didn't have to. You're a real saint for that. Now, can you just make sure that the nurses are not trying to kill me? Yeah, sure. Thank you. And close the door on your way out. Okay. Fine. I leave and close the door. I, I go to them and be like, um, is he taking any kind of medication? Because he should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's taking the, the, the standard medications to help the burns heal faster, of course. And anything else for, like, his mental state or anything like that? No. Hmm. I want to check him out for something like that because he doesn't seem quite right in the head keeps coming up with all these conspiracy theories and I, I don't know he wants me to to lock the door and keep you all out of there seems a little far-fetched you might want to check him out okay and he keeps being worried that you all are poisoning him so try not to poison him <coughs> But we are a hospital. Yeah, I get that. He doesn't. I gotta get going, though. Chair! Chair, come back! Come back! Oh, no, come Help! I walk back over to the door, taking my time. It's locked. I kick it in. Okay. Ro yes, roll physic. Yes. <laughs> right now. I wish I could be physic. No, it doesn't look very physic. No, it doesn't. No. Nine. Target was 12. No. 12. Uh, all right. You might have it. A 14. So the door bursts open. Mm -hmm. The window is actually broken. Oh, great. It looks like there are two guys holding him down, and then somebody is, like, encasing his head in ice. Hmm. Dang it. And he, his feet are, like, kicking, and he's trying to struggle, but the two henchmen are holding him down by the arms, and he's like... Well, I run over and tackle the guy that's encasing him in ice. He's kind of busy, so it's just going to be uh, a 12 again. I got it with a uh, 15. Yep. So you are able to tackle him. You go sprawling across the floor with this guy. Like, you hit him, and you knock him over the bed to the far side. Okay. Do we hit the other guy? Yes. Yes! He keeps standing. Okay. But you fall down onto the ground next to the other guy. You're both laying on the floor. All right. You want an initiative? Oh, because that was a surprise round. Yeah. Uh, make perception rolls to generate initiative. Oh. Yes. Seven. Oh, four. Oh, yes. yes. That was the dude on the floor. Thug number two. 
rolled a 12. And then throw <laughs> Depends. Seven. I got two perception. Two. Okay, yeah. I was going with three. So he, he would go first. So I, I, I'm going to go ahead and get it. I go for two of them. The first guy, the one that you knocked away but he's still able to hold on, mm. he's going to go ahead and try and kick you. Okay. As you are laying on the floor. So... Do you have dodge? Or my reflex. There is a dodge under reflex. So yeah, go ahead and roll re- reflex it. Sorry. Unless you just want to take the blow. Because I was about to save her. Ah! Ooh! Yeah. I don't like your bowl. I mean, it changes the number. For the record, Je- Jeff is rolling in a felt collapsible bowl. Or it's not felt. It's rubber. rubber. It's, uh... rubber. it's a dice rubber. <laughs> <laughs> you had that one prepared. <laughs> no! No, I didn't! Just... What <laughs> is? It protects the table. So what'd you roll? I rolled that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a nine. That's a nine. nine. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I rolled an eleven. Now you gotta roll your physique. Physic. Roll physic. Small bridge squad. Not the worst. Oh. And Jared dies. Thirteen. I rolled an eleven. Okay. So that's Stunned. not too bad. Stunned. Stunned minus 1d for all remaining actions this round and next round. Oh my gosh. Doug number two, the one that was standing, kicked you. Now it's your turn. Now it's my turn? Uh huh. Are those your only spells, those two? None of them are. No, they're all healing stuff. Yeah, they're Uh, they're all healing focused and disguise focused. Quick, disguise yourself. Where'd he go? There's a stranger on the floor now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't see a stranger. I see a lump of uh, a whole bunch of rocks. He went that way. <laughs> Set of rocks. <laughs> I'm going to get up and try and take out the guy that just kicked me. Okay, so that's two actions. Yeah. So you're one. already down to die. That'd be minus two dice. But standing up would it be a simple action at this point? In my mind, he's got to get up before it's, each round yeah. is a separate. Yeah. Are but you allowed to do anything like simple, five foot step, and it not eat up as an action? You know what I mean? Yeah. How far can you move before it's an action? Right. If you take a step, is that an action? I, there's a spot in there where it says if you were to like call out a command to somebody, that doesn't take up your turn. All right, Correct. Jeff, lay on the floor, and I'm gonna kick you, and we'll time how long it takes you to get up. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This is about to turn into a video podcast. <laughs> Click the YouTube link at the bottom to see how this turns out. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's not, not going to happen. <laughs> so, why yes, that would be a free action. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to get up and try to punch the dude that just kicked me. Okay. So, you're going to try and physically brawl with him? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, 11. Yeah, I 11? rolled an 11. He rolled a 4. So you punch, roll damage. It should be, you should have a strength damage. Yeah. Uh, 1D. Yeah, 1D. Do another. Come that's, on, physique. Why didn't no. you just keep it at physique? See, that's one thing that but, bothers okay, yeah, me. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. If there's, if you're strength mm-hmm. damage, if you're brawling, it's always going to be pretty low. Versus. And they get to roll their, their full physique yeah. to resist. No one's going to take any damage yeah. from brawling. From brawling. Yeah. I don't uh, expect the to strength get damage thing. This thing is broken a little bit. I say we just roll physique. Yeah. Against my physique. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I just rolled two dice. I got a four and a one, and one on my red. I think you knocked him out. So how much damage Thir- is that? That's 13. 13 to zero. Well, that's mortally wounded with a punch. <laughs> punch yeah. He punched him in the nose. Like drove the bone up into it. Yeah. Con Air style. Okay. And so that was that was the one that, that was first in initiative, thug number two, the one yeah. that was yeah. standing up. So there are two other thugs. The third thug, he's going to go ahead and, and like grab a chair, and he's going to go ahead and throw it at you. Get him the chair! <laughs> like the, the chair that was like for the people visiting. Uh-huh. WWE. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's going to be a physique roll. Yes. I rolled a five. No! I rolled a four. What is chair damage? Is. <laughs> I would say. Let's go in the notes. Jer takes the chair. <laughs> we'll say physique plus one for the chair. Oh! Oh my goodness. Fourteen. Oh! Bye bye, Jeff. Uh, character points, sir. Yeah. yeah. You. No, no, no. no character, character points. Point. So. Like, you can you you spend up to three, and it, they are get you exploding die. Yes. Yeah. It's a six. No. It wasn't. <laughs> it doesn't count if it rolls off the table. Yeah, it doesn't count if it rolls off the table. <laughs> now hey, it's, look, a it's a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now what do you have? I mean, you still can't spend one more. Yeah, and you would resist the damage because even if you roll a one. Two. Yes. Erase two of your character points. Yeah, not fun to get rid of character points that way, but. No. But it saves your life. Yeah. For the moment. Go ahead and describe how you, like, grab the chair that's been thrown at you, and what do you do with it? Because it hits you. I hit the guy next to me. Yeah. And then the chair comes at me, but I, I just sort of, like, put my arm up, and, it the, like, the legs go around it or whatever, and I, like, grab oh. the, the leg of it with my other hand. It's like a chair made out of a noodle, just kind of, like, floppy leg. No, I'm thinking, like... It's got four legs and... Oh, so you like... The bottom of the seat hits yeah, your hand. the bottom of the seat hits my hand and I grab one of the legs with my other hand. Okay. There's one other guy, the guy who's on the floor. Yeah. And he's going to go ahead and die for your feet. And we're going to call that a brawling attack. It makes sense. This guy has 4D in brawling. Oh. Oh. Oh my gosh. He's going down. I'm not the first one to die. Oh my gosh. Well, he's got, roll? He's got one die, so... Three. I rolled a five. He hits you behind the knees, uh-huh. and so you're, you're going to fall back on the ground. Okay, uh, top of the round. Jerry, you go first. You're on the ground. Did Kick the other back. guy stand up to get me behind the legs, or do you tackle my legs from he tackled, the ground? He, ta- he was on the ground, and he just kind of lunged forward like on his knees, having you go over his shoulder. I'm going to grab the chair that fell out of my hands when I fell Okay. and swing it over on top of him. Okay. Improvised weapon. Sounds like a brawling roll. <laughs> this really is WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so he's only got two D and reflexes, so this is going to might go well for you. And your minus one D. Yeah, I know. Five. It's not terrible. Five to hit. Uh, yeah. Zero. You hit. Zero. Yes, I hit. So strength plus one. Oh. Oh. If you want, you can spend a character point. <laughs> So with fate points, you, you, have, have, to spend you have to four. spend that before you roll. actually roll. Okay. And that doubles the dice that you would get. So you hit him, but then do any damage. 
It was the wrestling prop. <laughs> this chair snapped in half. The, the prop chair. I got a four. He got a zero. He got a zero. Man, this is a messy fight. So it's I guess that the fight. legs of the chair went around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is reminding me like of a Jackie Chan fight. <laughs> now all you gotta do is like slide underneath the bed, kick the guy on the other side, push <laughs> off of the guy that is mortally wounded on the bottom, slide under the bed, punch the guy <laughs> in the groin as you go <laughs> And it really would be Jackie Chan. <laughs> So, at this point, the one who was standing up on the other side of the bed, he's going to try and grab Gaspar. Question. Yes. Would any of the hospital staff that he alerted Yeah, they're, to... they're trying to... Like, the guards are coming. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, there is something called active defense, uh-huh. where all you're doing is blocking. Okay. Yeah. Which gets you your defense plus 10 as your permanent role oh. for that round. So, you can just say, I'm going to defend... Yeah, but you can't do anything else. You can't, you can't act except for defend it. It lasts as your entire dodge. Yeah, no one's touching me this round. I rolled an 82. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So the dude who's on the other side of the bed, who threw a chair at you, he's going to go ahead and grab Gaspar and go towards the window. Yeah, he's going around the bed. 2D He rolled an 8 to go ahead and start getting him out of the bed and around the bed. So it's not, it's going to take him some time. That wasn't, mm-hmm. I was looking for like a 15, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gaspar is actually gasping because. <laughs> he can't breathe because there's ice on his yeah, face. Yeah, his face is encased in ice. How thick is this ice? Uh, it's a, about a centimeter thick. Yeah, that's not that bad. Well, you not to prevent air. <laughs> through a centimeter of ice. I mean, to break it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Punch him in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've wanted to hit him since you met him. <laughs> I have. I'm just trying to help you breathe. Bam. <laughs> so the guy on the other side of the bed, third thug, he grabs Gaspar. He's trying to get him around. You've been rolling around on the floor. Chair's been clanging around. It is now your turn. Uh, is he close enough for me to kick his legs, thug number three? Even rod. Uh, uh. Uh, yes, he is. Okay. I kick at his ankle. Okay. That sounds like a brawling roll. It's the next round, so you're not yep. stunned. Now. You are yeah. not stunned. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> Doesn't How? Snake eyes! No! <laughs> I rolled a zero. Oh! Wait, what? So, do we need to roll again? You both rolled zeros. So, do you roll again? Let's go ahead. Never, yeah, never. First. Much better, Jeff. I rolled a one on my red die. Yeah, you hit him. Yeah. Oh my god. The red die is working in our favor today. Yeah, it is. For now. Wait till next episode. Because he's not actually trying to kill us. Not bad. 11. 13. Oh. No damage. So, that was the third dog. The. It was enough to distract him for a second, at least. Yeah. Does that trip, trip him up at all? Does he yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaspar? Uh, is stamina? Uh, he rolled an eight on that, so... He's keeping a hold of him, but Gaspar is kind of flailing around. So that's slowing him down. The second thug, the one that was on the floor, that mm-hmm. closed on your knees. Um, is he going to try and hit me with the chair? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to pull a dagger out of his boot. Oh, um, no. Gonna try and stab so you, you gotta take the dagger from him. You gotta <laughs> kick the knife out of his hand, grab it while it's in the air, and stab it through his hand into the floor. I like this idea. I don't think I can do that. Come on, it's totally what they would do in the action movies. <laughs> Is he still on the floor stabbing at him, or did he stand up to stab at him? 
Uh, he's still on the floor. Roll away. Okay. So that's going to be a dodge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heat. Eleven. So he gets me. Yeah. Oh! Snake eyes. Oh, good. <laughs> this is like a rubber knife. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the twelve. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it catches my shirt. Yeah. He manages to slice up your shirt, but he misses your tummy completely. Sweet. Now it's the turn of the dude with Gaspar in tow. Uh, so he's going to go ahead and roll physique to try and get out the open window. Oh, exploding die. So that's a 10. Have the orderly showed up yet? Even a rod. Um. Yes. So they see what's happening. They don't get <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said, and the attackers And they solved the problem. <laughs> that's funny, but that's not what happens. We're going to have to conclude this after this break. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. All right, and we're back. So the orderlies, they rush in. They grab all three of you. They manage to break the ice off of Gaspar's face. And then they pretty much lock you all up in separate rooms because they don't know what's going on. They got to get things That's fair. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm no longer in danger. Gaspar's I guess no the guy's not going to die now. Mortally wounded guy. No, probably not. He's in a hospital, for goodness yeah, sake. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry. What a worse place to get injured. All right, so who's next? We were doing that scene to see if yeah. Claire would make it to Julian, and I'm guessing not. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> doesn't sound like it. Uh, I mean, there's not much interaction that Julian's going to do other than next other than updating his... Like you had asked, I think, in the prologue, if Julian had, like, a suspect board. Yes. And he didn't, except we never went into Aelin's room. Yes. So when you go into Aelin's room, he's got a whole wall that you can't see from just looking on that. It's like the the wall that is where the door door. is. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, is, like, full of information on her disappearance. You just see him grab a big stack that had to do with... The what he was hired to investigate, mm-hmm. and he just start goes with that stack and starts pinning stuff up, rearranging s- stuff, connecting the pieces of the two cases. Okay, and that's all I had planned for Julian for for the time being. Yeah, is it night yet? Yeah, we'll let it be night. Fast forward. Well, my visit took place in the afternoon, so okay. it would be close to night. Yeah, time ease. What's going on at your house? Well, magic. <laughs> yeah. When Cholor came with the kids, I told them when they came in that I only had a few minutes to visit. 
Right. So after, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, I said, okay, I have uh, some things I got to get done. So it's nice to meet you guys. I'll see you later. And basically kicked them out of my house. Okay. Beyond that, uh, I was waiting for the phone call from... Uh, 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 Crom. Crom, yes. I was also, I figured I would call back the one at the barracks and see if he was available in the, in the evening. Okay. So other than the phone calls, I didn't really have anything planned. Um, you go ahead and you get a, a phone call from the warrant officer, Crom Delby. Hello, yes, my, uh, my wife said that you called, uh... Yes, I was just, Lieutenant, uh... Lieutenant Chime? Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, I was just calling to follow up and make sure everything is going smoothly with you after your transition, make sure you're not having any issues at your work, and... Not at this point. Uh, everything seems to be moving along just fine. I, how, how long have you been out now? I, I forget right offhand. About a year. About a year? Okay. Yeah, that's right. I don't remember your folder. Um, so yeah, this is just a routine follow-up. Uh, though I do have some questions for you. If you could uh, meet with me sometime soon. Alright. Um, you don't have to come to the base or anything. I can meet you wherever you like. When were you thinking? Does tomorrow sound good? Sure, tomorrow sounds fine. Alright. Just what time and tell me where I'd meet you and I'll gladly come to you. You know, I've been stopping by this park after uh, work. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, which uh, which park? The park to everlasting success. Yeah. Is this the same park where I uh, first saw Choller and the kids? You didn't know that that was the name, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, I'll uh, see you tomorrow, then. Sounds good. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for returning my call. More than glad. And uh, then I also tried to call back Corwin. Fell. Okay. Yeah, he answers the phone. All right. So he, he, he actually answers the phone? He does. All well, right. Somebody in the barracks Somebody does. in the barracks does. And then gets it to him. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Corwin, right? That's correct. Yes, this is... Lieutenant North, uh, reintegration officer. Yeah, we had a meeting, didn't we? Yeah, yes, uh, we had your preliminary meeting last week. Uh, so I'm not sure if you're aware of what else going on around the base and your exit, but I just wanted to follow up with you and uh, see if you had any time to meet with me. I could meet with you, yeah. All right. Uh, how's tomorrow morning sound? I could do tomorrow morning. All right. Um, well, I actually... Don't have an office at the moment. Oh, that's right. You were in the building that had the terrorist attack. Yes, yes. Oh, man, that must have been really tough to... Were, were you there when it happened? Uh, unfortunately, yes. It was a very hard day. I can imagine. But, um, yes, if you could uh, meet with me... Uh, let's see, what's close to base? Park of Everlasting Success. <laughs> yeah, that is close to base. So... How about you meet me in the Park of Everlasting Success? <laughs> Say, 10.30? Okay. Yeah. That's the one with the ducks, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I will uh, see you then. Okay. Not all the parks have ducks. No. Some no. of them have trout. <clears throat> the ducks don't fly here. The council <laughs> makes sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually quack. By the council. <laughs> For the council. For the council. It's like Aflac. For the council. Uh-huh. These are magic. It's actually, it's actually the commercial that they play. <laughs> <laughs> 
So someone's updating their their suspect board. Someone is cooling their heels in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> the security office of the hospital. We'll go ahead and say that um, after several hours of questions, they, they sort out that you were there. And also it helps that Gaspar tells everybody that you, you are his hero and savior and that you deserve a medal. <laughs> so going off the information that Julian has, he would probably go back to Gaspar. Okay. So you, as you come in, his room has been changed. And there are actually uh, security guards stationed outside of his door. Okay, so but he's not in the room where I... where he got attacked. Yeah, correct. So, he's he's in a new room. So I would go to the nurses station, right, and show my credentials and say, "I'm here to uh, got some questions for uh, Gaspard Neary. Uh, he was in this room, but I see he's no longer there." Yes, that's correct. Um, he's been moved to the fifth floor. Okay. A room without windows, he asked for. Let me go ahead and, and tell the people upstairs that you're coming. What's your name, sir? Uh, Julian Illix. Okay. And she gets on the horn, calls upstairs. You, Jer. Yes. Gaspar has asked to see you. <laughs> After you finish. You forever asking to see me. <laughs> All right, I'm going. How can I help you? I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the, the wonderful support you've provided. You have been, like, the best person that I could have ever hoped for. I just can't believe that fate has brought us back together again. Goes on and on. He starts crying at one point. He's like, I really thought I was going to die. As he's... As he's <laughs> I, I could just see going through Jeff's head, how can my character kill this guy and make it look like it's medical? <laughs> so when does Julian show up during all this? Yep, right in the middle of the hearty congratulations that... Okay, so in the background, Jer, you're hearing Gaspar crying. You hear outside in the hallway Julian introducing himself to the guards that are stationed out. Saying, yeah, I just, I just got some questions for Mr. Neary here. It was a long day. <laughs> and then he steps into the room. Ah, oh, Jer. Hey, I was going to try and uh, see you today, but I got caught up here. What's going on? So, uh, yeah, I just have some questions for Mr. Neary here pertaining to uh, my investigation. So, Questions? Like, is everything all right? Um, I'm hoping that you can shed some light on that information, if everything is alright or not. I don't know if I can answer any questions. I can try. Any points to Jer and Gaspar at the same time says, apparently you two were associates in the same organization at one point. Mm -hmm. Correct? That's what you said the last time? <laughs> Jer just sort of gives you this stone-faced blank look, like I really don't want to talk about this kind of look. <laughs> and he says, and that organization was Healing Hands, correct? Mm -hmm. If I remember from last time. That's right, yeah. He, okay. he actually brought me in. <laughs> Worst mistake of my life. Julian continues, he's like, one issue that I'm seeing, apparently the flow of information within your organization 
is not very consistent. I will let you know right now, I haven't been a part of it for a very long time. Okay, well that will explain things for you. Apparently, I was actually hired by a member of your organization to investigate the fires that ended up happening at your home as well, Mr. Neary. Hmm. That's all he can a say Merkea Kotarara. And apparently when I was hired by him, he didn't have all the information either. Yeah, that, that happens sometimes when you're in a resistance organization that's decentralized. Okay, well, you mentioned that you had a missing son. Yes, Abel. And, yes, Abel. And I also have a missing daughter, Aelin, which I mentioned before. They're both A names. Yes. Anyway, I have been obviously on my own investigating what has happened to my daughter for the past six months since her abduction. Mm -hmm. okay. Come to find out that the case that I was hired for by your organization is connected with her abduction. So you're saying that a member of Healing Hands hired you to investigate a series of, of fires? Yes. And that somehow our kidnapped children, our missing children, are part of that? I can't say that our, but I have uncovered evidence that at least my daughter is a part of this case. Now, the chances of your organization randomly picking me as the investigator, I see highly unlikely. So someone in your organization knew who they were going to and came to me knowing that I have a connection with this case. When we talked last time, you obviously didn't lead me to believe that you had any knowledge of me being on an investigation for this case. So you don't know that your organization was actually investigating this string of fires in the first place. There's a lot of the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing and things are slipping through the cracks and this is not a way to find out information and to have anything useful come up with the information. So I've told Merkea that if they wish me to continue to investigate for Healing Hands, that I need to be given all of the information. I'm going to continue to investigate, obviously for myself, because this has to do with my daughter, but for my goals, for my purposes. If I'm to consider any of Healing Hands' agenda, I need all your information. What you know, who you have working on the case as well, what their goals are, so I can at least attempt to work alongside. So you're saying you you wanted to join the organization? No. I'm a part of this investigation already. Your organization has hired me as an outside investigator to investigate. I'm still going to remain outside. I just need the information. Well, if you ever have any questions or need any help, please please contact me. I'll be more than glad to provide as much information as I can. Pulls out a pen and a pad of paper. So you can start with all the other people you have working on this case and their contact information. Do you realize how much information that you're asking for? Like, if, if you're caught, we only know, like, five people each within the organization. Because if I were captured, 
and take it to the police and were questioned in ways that only the council knows how, then I could give up the entire organization. So you're saying you only know five names. So telling me those five names puts no one else at risk. I can give you the name of the people that I know, but beyond that, I don't have any further information. Okay, that's a start. Everybody knows somebody. And he turns to Jerry, rips off another piece of paper, and is like, who do you know from back in the day? Write it down. I think you're going to have to try and convince him, because he's a very very stubborn little guy. Persuasion. I'm going to use a fate point. Okay. Yeah. Double my roll. I'm going to use a fate point. Double my roll. Oh my gosh, Jeff. (laughs) Sometimes... 23. 23. <laughs> <laughs> so you tie. I'm going to add on to this as we argue back and forth a little bit. And I was like, oh, and weren't you say you were going to come seek me out because you wanted to know more of my vast investigation? That's how. I was talking about the fires. This has to do with it. They're all connected. A lot of the people I knew are dead. Did, you said a lot, did, so did, now that's did. not all. Get the writing. This guy is the only one I know that's still alive. The rest are either dead or I don't even know if they're alive. Well, write down their names and I can check if they're still alive. They wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be using the same name that I knew. Only fools do that. Well, I am an investigator, so that's what I do. So you get some names from him and some names from From Gaspar. Gaspar. And Gaspar, like, he also writes down Jer Land's name. I thought you were saying Put some hearts next to it. And as he's collecting the papers, Julian's going to say, it's like, now I can find out if your son is wrapped up in this connection as well. Obviously, it's a big shock to me that my daughter would be mixed up in this, but as you tell me, the fire drakes, they have some pretty nasty things planned. Oh, yes. So, on that list, there would be... Katari. Katari. Yeah. Katari. Now, did you... You went to meet with Gaspar. Yes. Too. I met with Gaspar. So, would he have put Sam's name on that list? Sam is not yet a member of Healing Hands. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Katari, and then four names that obviously don't mean anything to the campaign because they're just squiggles. (laughs) And then Jared Lane with hearts drawn around them. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, do you have anything else you want to do in this particular scene? He's just going to say to Gaspar, it's like, well, thank you very much for your cooperation. Um, As long as you are here... I will check back in with you and give you information of what I find out. Well, I don't. I hope I'm not staying here too terribly long. The security doesn't seem to be the greatest at the, this particular hospital. We don't Why have do to you? worry about windows anymore. That's yeah, true. what's up with windows? Don't ask. A group of guys jumped through the window and tried to kill them. So this is definitely some serious stuff. So, and he turns to Jer and says, so... You want to know more about this investigation? Less and less these days. But since he won't let me not be involved, giving Gaspar a a sidelong look, I might as well know as much as I can, too. All right, well, 
we've got to track down a Katari Amu. All right. So Julian walks out and is going to go Okay. find Katari. Jerry's going to turn to Gaspar and say, there are police officers outside the door. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave. You're going to leave me all alone? For right now. I have other lives to save. <laughs> Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> Sound like the tick. <laughs> I guess I can die here alone. All right. And he walks out the door. All right. Sounds good. Sam, it's the middle of the night. Okay. What does Sam like to do in the middle of the night? So Sam's actually going to go back to the uh, transition office. Okay. And try to break in and steal the files on those five people. Sounds good. I think we should make a roll for Shade. Okay. At this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> this would be interesting. Yes. Five. 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 All right. Five. And I got a three, three on who's playing. Jeremy, three. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is going to head across town. Okay. And go to the uh, the transition office. Is there anybody in the building at this time of day? Probably night. a night watchman. Yeah, there's guards. It is yeah. you know, part of military base. Okay. Standing outside of the building. Okay. Can I tell where they're... If, Some lights. Are they at an office? Is it... Like, do they have a guard post? Or do they wander? They wander. They wander. I can tell that from outside. Yeah, you can see lights going through the windows. Like, a slow, sedate pace. Okay, do I see any um, cameras or anything on the building? No. Okay. I am going to sneak up to the door. Okay. 14. Good enough. 14 on sneak. It's not that hard to sneak is in the, the dark. Is the door locked? Yes. Okay. I'm going to cast Turn to Shadow. What's the target number for that? 16. Okay. 17, 18, oh 24, 6, 9, 29. Plus okay. roll the All right, so turn to shadow. Um, one of the things that it lets me do is slip through cracks and doors and stuff. So I'm just going to into the building. So it's kind of like uh, like the shadow. The, the shadow the, yeah. the shadow knows. Yeah. Yeah. Knows what lurks in the, yeah, the old radio show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Able yes. to go into rooms. Just so basically, if there's a gap at the bottom of the door, yeah. you can just like. Yes. And appear on the other side. That's pretty. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm um, gonna slip into the building okay. and start heading towards the. How long does the effect last? So it says five rounds. Okay. Of combat. How long is a round of combat? I think it's five seconds, what we saw earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so about 25 seconds. Okay, so you, it's basically enough time for you to go poof, get under the door, into the building, and then reconstitute. <sighs> Give or take. And I move, if I try to move during this, I move at half speed. Well, uh, going through the door would be considered moving. Yeah, it's not, but, yeah, yeah. So, but okay. half speed uh, is still not... I mean, it's not. It's feasible for you to get to the other, other side, side of the door. door. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Where's the guard? The guard Where's is... the light, at least? So the building, if I remember correctly, was five feet? Five, five stories. stories. Yes. 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 Five, feet. five feet. Five feet. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A center for ants? <laughs> um, so we're going to say that they're on the fourth story. 
Okay. And the office, the transition office was on, on the third story. Right? Was on the third floor, yeah. yes. Okay. So then I'm going to start making my way very, very quietly to the third floor. Okay. Now that you're in the building, it's going to be a little bit harder to evade the notice of the military guards. So. And you hear Shade's voice. It's like, there's a guard on the fourth floor. Yes. That could be a problem. We will be careful and avoid him. Avoid? Do we see cameras? No. Okay. That's not fun. No, but it is necessary. Well, it may be necessary to have some fun, so we're sure that we're not caught. We'll have to see what happens when we get there. Start sneaking up the stairs. Okay. Go ahead and roll sneak. Six, 10, 15, 21, 23. Okay, so you're able to start sneaking up the stairs. One thing that's going to make it harder to find these files is that the third floor was the site of the fire. So a lot of things have been shifted around. Am I on the third floor? Yes. So there's the big one, one big open room mm-hmm. with all the cubes. Is it obvious to tell which of the, is there a closet or a, like what looks like a storage room where they would keep files? Is that obvious? So... As I recall, the main part of the room, the desk farm, was open. No cubicles. Okay. It was a, just an open desk. floor plan. Just That's right. desks. That's right. Have you ever seen Gattaca? Yeah. Okay. It's that big, Perfect. giant open room. Can I hear the guard anywhere? You can hear some footsteps echoing at the far stairway. On myself? Okay. <clears throat> I am casting Sight of Darkness, um, which gives me... Let's me make uh, max use of all of the light. Duration is one day, just in case there's anything that's crazy that happens. Well, this would mean that you wouldn't need any kind of light. Somewhat. Ooh. Ooh. 10, 16, 17. No, I don't get it. Oh, what's the target? Uh, 20. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'm not going to agonize about it. Um, and then I'm going to start looking, trying to find a file storage room. Okay. It was an open office plan. That's where, like, the enlisted people worked in the mm-hmm. office. And then officers were in the side offices, like, around the edge of the room. Okay. So, um, it would make sense that if there were going to be a for a storage facility for files, that it would be more towards the officers' facilities than it would be for the enlisted facilities. Okay, then I'm going to go over and start checking to see if any of the doors are unlocked. Okay. We'll just go ahead and make one roll for all the doors. To see if they're unlocked? Yeah. 1921. Yes. There are a couple of the doors unlocked, uh, but that's mostly because the this room has been turned back into a construction zone while they're trying to clean up the damage. So the rooms are empty. Yes. There's some furniture and stuff in there. Um, you do find a door that is locked. Okay. That door I'm going to... Same thing. I'm going to turn to shadow. Okay. To try to slip inside. 14, 16, 19. Okay. And I slip inside. Seems to be filled with filing cabinets. Hey! (laughs) But they're about a meter and a half tall. It looks like they are fireproof. Uh, Giant heavy metal safes. There's about six of them. It looks like they have uh, combinations and also there's a handle that you would have to pull out and rotate up to the left. There are giant 
like red stickers on all of them, marking <laughs> them sensitive. And quick examination, they all are locked. Correct. Um, are there any labels on any of them? No. No, they're all blank. They're all, they're all blank except for the, the markings that just say, like, sensitive. And there's nothing sitting on any, on top of any of these cabinets? No. There appears to be a machine that to, to shred documentation in the corner. There also appears to be a very large, boxy desktop computer in the room. Could you like Shane says, let's find out what secrets they're trying to get rid of. That's a good idea. So I'm going to go over to the shredder. Okay. I'm checking to see if there's anything in the bin that's partially shredded. It's like a, um, you drop it into the documentation into a slot, and it looks like there's like a small propane torch. Oh, and that incinerator. Yeah. Wow. They really want to keep their secret documents. I'm going to check that computer. Is the computer powered on? Yeah. It does not seem to be powered on at the moment. I'm going to power it on. Okay. What comes up? Uh, there is a message saying that you need a... a Enter uh, query. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a message saying that you need to uh, enter in an authenticator. Like a, a physical authenticator. Okay. And then it's also asking for a pin. This is getting boring really fast. Mm-hmm. Going to walk back over to the door and... Slurp your way through? Yeah. No. Yeah, I got definitely. it. Definitely. So. Oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Don't waste all of them now. <laughs> um, Just rolled four do, sixes. Do we have any things about, like, uh, if you get extra... <laughs> Like, if I roll a 24, 28, 32, 37, Heroic 46. Rolls. If I roll a 46, do I get anything special? I'll, I'll go ahead and throw in a... On a target 16. Fate point <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to start my way back through the door. Um, you slope your way through all the doors. <laughs> and you're at home. That's <laughs> fast. That was fast. <laughs> And I'm... Do I see the guard anywhere? It sounds like they're, they've moved down to the second floor. Okay, I'm going to start sneaking my way out. Okay. 10, 13. You're fine. Okay. How close is he when I get to the second landing? It sounds like he's coming towards that landing. This could be fun. Says Shade. Yes. Might as well not make this a wasted trip. I'm going to hide it in the corner of the stairwell. Okay. Well, this is seven. <laughs> so you go to try and hide, and you don't quite see the rubble that's on the floor. Like it looks like some construction people have left some like uh, some tools piled up next to the stairs, mm-hmm. and you accidentally kick a hammer like down through the the banister, and it clangs as it hits the floor. Okay. First you hear the footsteps stop, and then you hear a rapid approaching. Okay. I'm going to cast my darkness in the stairwell again. I cast the darkness. I cast the darkness. With a difficulty of 15. Okay. And I get my 15. Yeah. 20. 20. So it is now dark, so it is plus 20 to all sight difficulties. Okay. And then I'm going to attempt again to cast my Sea and Darkness ability. Well, this time I'm going to get myself in for a red vision so I can see heat signatures. 
26, 27, 29. Okay. So now I can see infrared. Okay. So you can see him in the stairwell. He enters the dark cloud. Okay. And Shade says, let's make this one look like an accident. Okay. Is he kind of walking slowly? Uh, he, he was walking quickly until he reached this dark substance that his light lamp broke through. And he's in there? Yes. It's like this dark miasma within a dark room already. So it's a, a rather freaky situation. So I'm going to trip him down the stairs. Okay. Like, poke his foot, shove him down the stairs. That sounds like a brawling roll. Twelve? Okay. You succeed. I succeed. All right, so I shove him down the stairs. And he screams, and as he like goes down, you can see the light, his flashlight kind of spin off, and you hear a crunch as it hits the wall, and the, the glass of it shatters. You can hear this meaty sick, as it sounds like his uh, forehead hits the wall at the end of the, the stairs, and his head is pushed backwards. I am going to go down and make sure he's dead. And then I go ahead and leave the building. Okay, we're going to go ahead and call it an episode right there after a disturbing murder. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.